You're looking for a lifeguard. You're looking for somebody that is outside of yourself to take you out of the experience because you have given up. This is the frequency of the word struggle. Now, if you can change I struggle with to I'm challenged by, a challenge, that's something you can rise to. That's something you might not have all the answers to right now. That's something that you might not get right first time. But that's something that can come full force from inside of you to shift your reality. That's empowering. Welcome to the Solace and Shine podcast. This podcast is part of an online community at solaceandshine.ca. It is a platform for those yearning to remember their true purpose. We are coming to you from Ishtadev Niwas Ashram in the Purcell Mountains of beautiful British Columbia, Canada, within the unceded territory of the Tanaha Nation. The Solace and Shine podcast dives into teachings from the soul's ancestral roots. The teachings are here so that we may embrace the human experience and live it with beauty, courage, and creativity. These teachings will make you want to lean in and shine wholeheartedly together in community. Allow me to introduce to you our host and guide, Sanyasi Shivani. Shivani has worked as a medium and a spiritual teacher for the last 20 plus years. Through her dedicated practice as a renunciate, and a teacher of yoga, she guides community through all aspects of living and embodying spirit through foundations of love, service, yoga ecology, and elevated esoteric teachings. Are you ready to embody your light? Welcome to the Solace and Shine podcast. Hello again and Namona Ryan. I am Chaitanya, a longtime student here at Ishtadev Niwas Ashram. In this episode, we learn about the five stages of the human stories that create our experiences. Sanyasi Shivani explains the importance of speaking our emotions. She explores the loops and patterns we get into. Then she shares a tool of how to consciously shift our language choices to keep the momentum of the emotions moving forward and preventing stagnation. Ultimately, being able to use the wisdom of conscious languaging to empower ourselves to create a reality in this moment that is full of life, beauty, and joy. I wanted to share a really, what, what I think is a really important teaching of and something we're not really taught about at schools or even in life I find uh, it's only when I came into um, understanding the deeper levels of yoga that this um, this patterning or systems started to come up for me and that is about using the, the human story for personal development and you know sometimes in yoga the teachings can kind of seem a little contradictory. You know, one teacher will say, you know, just to use uh, the, the idea of vegetarianism as, a, as a, an example, you know, one teacher will say, you know, to practice yoga, you must be vegetarian. And then another teacher will say, or and sometimes even more confusingly, the same teacher at a different time will say, you know, don't become vegetarian unless your body wants that unless it craves that you know uh 
and and don't go against your desires. And you walk away going, whoa, I don't know what is right. And why are you contradicting yourself? And I want to let you know that both of those are right. They are both in the most high at different stages of embodying different teachings at different times. So a lot of the times a teacher will say something to a group and they're they're picking up on either where they are or where the majority of the group is at that time and they share the teachings from this place. Another time or another teaching teacher will be picking up on a teaching at another stage and will share it from that place at that time. Another example of this is about talking and about vulnerability and about sharing your stories of your experiences. Some teachers will say, you know, there's no good in, in, in talking about your stories all the time. They are the past. It takes you out of the present. You know, stop it. Don't, don't, don't speak about it anymore. Which in sometimes is correct. Other times people say, you know, you really have to speak. You really have to be able to communicate exactly what your experience has been. And this too is also correct at different times. So I want to share the five different stages of using the human ex the story of the human experience for evolution today. Can you hear that egg song? <laughs> Bless. Did you know that chickens sing songs every time they lay an egg? I think that's one of the most beautiful parts of farming. So for stage one, stage one is is frozen fear. Now I want to talk to you a little bit about emotion. The element of being able to feel emotion, it's connected to the water element. So your ability to feel emotion is connected to the energy center at the tailbone, which is called Swatistan, and it's connected to the water element. And so if the water element needs to flow, if we have stagnant emotions, then the water element doesn't flow. And that stagnation in the emotional body, emotion, energy in motion, that stagnation becomes repression. And often we repress our emotions out of fear. We become unable to express to someone what we are really feeling, what our experience actually has been. We get frozen in fear, plagued often by shame. Uh, Tara, that, you know, if you really know what happened, you would look at me differently. You would treat me differently. You would withdraw love. I would be ostracized, I would be out of the group. Sometimes people also fear that what you feel has been a, a situation that you are feeling victimized about, that if you told somebody about it, they would actually try and flip it on you and somehow see it as your fault. This is another reason why people don't talk about the harder things that they have experienced. It renders you immovable, and often that stagnation of emotion ends up eventually being volatile. We don't just hold our own space and, and not let anything out. We actually actively push others away because the emotion builds up so much in us that we feel that if it starts to flow, it won't ever stop. It's this stagnation of emotion in the body that creates disease. And it's a really important skill to have to 
keep these emotions flowing. And to do this, we have to use communication because the swadhisthana at the tailbone, this, this ability to feel emotion is a portal into the third dimension. Why and how I'm not going to go into that right now. Uh, we have workshops and retreats and uh, other things that will break that down more deeply. But understand that your ability to feel emotion is a portal into this reality. And your ability to speak and communicate is a portal into a different reality. So these two chakras, the throat and the sacrum, are completely interlinked in the way that how you speak and what words, the what frequency of the words you use to speak your truth, especially when you're in a vulnerable place, actually holds tremendous power in creating your reality. So from this frozen place of emotion, we need to feel, find safety and courage to speak our truth. We can't allow these emotions to stay stagnant. And sometimes this takes a third person. Sometimes you can't immediately go and speak to somebody that is close to you. Sometimes you need to go and see a therapist. Sometimes you need to speak to a teacher. Sometimes you need to speak to an uh, unrelated friend. Sometimes your third person might actually be one of the closest people to you. Sometimes it's your husband or your wife or, your, or a parent. But you need to be able to create a sense of safety to dislodge the frozen stagnation of our emotions so that it can start to flow. Break, break the seal on that dam. And trust me, please, please, please trust me. The dam will not be a violent flowing of words and emotion forever. Once you've broken the dam, it the initial, while the initial uh, release is often quite, you know, uh, bawling your eyes out, blubbling, blubbering, which is good. It is good. You've got to get that out. It won't last forever, even if it feels like it at the time. Often when we have that leap of courage of speaking our frozen truth, uh, the, the response isn't exactly what we imagined. Often it can be comforting and filled with compassion, which leads us to stage two. So in stage two, when we're, when we're letting the dam burst and we're speaking our truth, which is our reality, for often for the first time. It doesn't matter the quality of language that you're using. It doesn't matter if you're crying. It doesn't matter if you're repeating the same thing over and over. It doesn't matter if the languaging is, is blubbered. What matters is that you start to speak, okay? Because all of this force of emotion that comes through and however that is expressed in you is okay. It's, it's okay and it's natural and it's part of the process. You've just got to keep talking. Speaking is an incredibly important part of allowing stagnant emotions to start to purify. And this is a really important part of moving past, past trauma and thus allowing our life force energy to be utilized in the present because it takes a lot of energy to repress an emotional dam. It takes a lot of energy and that's a lot of energy that you could be using to create a reality in this present that is full of life and beauty and joy. With a bit of luck, when you've released this dam of uh, emotion and words, the person listening is often one of sympathy, understanding, caring and connection. And Sometimes this could be the first time 
you as a as somebody who's held something back can feel love from another person and it's incredibly liberating but feeling that shot of love after holding something back for so long can also be extremely addictive and so in stage two we talk and then we get this rush of love and understanding and then we find sometimes not all the time but sometimes we'll tell anybody who will listen about all the hard things that have gone on in our lives and each time unconsciously we tell a story because we're actually looking for that feeling of understanding and compassion and acceptance and love and if we get that feeling if we tell our story to somebody and they have that understanding and compassion and we feel that love then great we get another hit of that energy and we take it into our next experience and then we'll tell the story again to somebody else and then we get that what we're looking for and yay we feel loved again and we tell it again and if the response is not one of sympathy and understanding and looking for boom we go straight back to stage one we shut down we don't feel safe anymore because we've actually been telling the story to get a payback and if the payback's not what we want then it takes us back into stage one which is the frozen fear and we need to start all over again a lot of people they go in a loop they just go from stage one to stage two they will shut down and repress until it blows out sometimes violently about their experience and then if they get the response they want it's great they keep talking if they don't they shut down they go back to one again one two one two one two and this can be very hard on relationships and it's also a very slippery slope into codependency. In this loop, often the languaging that people use is very identified in doership. And but what I mean by that is, this happened to me. You made me feel. I did this. And that creates a, a languaging that holds us in victimized archetypal patterns of perpetrator and victim and this is very disempowering I'm not talking about not speaking as not the victim because you should get over it that's not what I'm saying what I'm saying is that when we hold ourselves in victim consciousness in the languaging that we use to speak about our story it disempowers us and when it disempowers us it holds our life force energy out of this present moment and that is what we have an opportunity to shift by using our human experience. So how do we how do we break the cycle from stage one to stage two? Stage one to stage two. We gotta change the language. After the initial dam has burst, the waters have calmed, it's a good time to start working the program. This is a great opportunity to work with a teacher, uh, to work with a therapist, to work with somebody that can help you in the moment as you're speaking about this event in your life to shift the frequency of the language of the words that you are using this does not change the truth this is not about changing the facts of what our experience is and it's not about changing the uh, reality that this was very painful or that this was very challenging what it is, it's about changing and shifting the frequency of the words so that the story can be held 
as an opportunity for you to evolve rather than a past event that holds power over you. It's all in the language. Even changing a single word from making it can make a difference from, for example, I struggle with blah, 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 to I'm challenged by. How many times in a day do you say, I struggle with this? When we struggle, we're drowning. When we struggle, we don't know a way out. When we struggle, we're looking to a third party to save us. When you're drowning, you're drowning. You're looking for a lifeguard. You're looking for somebody that is outside of yourself to take you out of the experience because you have given up. This is the frequency of the word struggle. Now, if you can change I struggle with to I'm challenged by, a challenge, that's something you can rise to. That's something you might not have all the answers to right now. That's something that you might not get right first time. But that's something that can come full force from inside of you to shift your reality. That's empowering. This is just one example of using the language, you know, and, and also languaging like, I am really angry that that happened, to I feel a lot of anger about that experience, okay? You are not angry. You are a being of light. You are an embodiment of love. You are amazing. And in your embodiment of love and in your stream of light and in your amazingness, you can experience extremely challenging circumstances in your life that brings forth a tremendous experience of anger. This is, Pat, this is what we're here for, is to experience. To experience something, to verbalize that we experience an emotion is very different from identifying with the emotion as being who you are. And these little shifts from I am angry to I feel a lot of anger or I am experiencing a lot of anger changes the entire perception of whether you are creating karma in this moment in the way that you're speaking or you are transcending karma in this moment in the way you are speaking. One little change can make a huge difference in the way we perceive and experience memory. Often when we are really identified with emotions and we're talking about a story that holds a lot of emotional power within us, the story is very unconscious in the way that it flows through us. And this is what a teacher can help you do. It can help you shift the words to bring your perception of reality into a conscious expression. It's not changing the facts, as I've mentioned before. It's changing it from being unconscious emotional identification into conscious experience for evolution. If this stage is done successfully and we are able to shift our languaging around the way we speak about one of our experiences, there'll be a softening. There'll be an expansion of energy to the perception of our events. 
victim consciousness is very narrow. It's very sharp. It's very harsh in its walls. But evolution is always an expanding experience. When you're able to speak about one of these experiences using this new languaging, it shifts how the emotion and how it is, is uh, empowered. When you can do that without being re-triggered emotionally, then we move on to stage four. If you try and move on to stage four before the emotion has totally shifted, then you're actually reverting back to stage one. Okay, so it's another loop that you can get into. Stage four is to stop talking about the event. No, I know. Stage one, you're not talking about it. Stage four, you're not talking about it. But they're two completely different experiences. Stage one has a bomb of repressed emotion that is about to explode at any time. Stage four, that repressed emotion and all that power has been filtered out and shifted and moved and resolved and purified and expanded so that there's no longer an emotional charge needed from speaking. But if you still have triggered emotion around speaking it, then going to stage four will throw you in the loop and you get into trouble. It's a process. It's a process. Yeah, it's a set of tools that takes practice, okay? When you have shifted the languaging about a story and you no longer need another's approval or an emotional payoff in speaking it, then you no longer need to speak it. It is of the past. It does not need to be hashed out for anybody who will listen. It is my reality. I can stop speaking it. And so you spend a period of time where there's some things you don't talk about, not because they're painful, but because you don't need to. We've stopped identifying with the story as being an aspect of who I am, and we're allowing the present moment to create a current for you. Because the more you talk about the past, the more the past's current creates the current reality. So when you stop talking about the past after you've worked through the emotional charge of it, and you've disempowered the story, then you use your time to create the present moment to have a, uh, a the, the life force energy is created here and now in this moment without the past constantly charging it. And this is how we disempower the story. This is how we let it go. So there's, you know, people, a lot of people get traumatized. They get very triggered by things and people just jump to, you got to let it go. Well, no, there's a process that has to happen. There's a disempowering. There's a shift of perspective. You can't hold something in your hand and be and be completely convinced that this thing in your hand is integral to who you are and let it go. The ego will never let you do that. You have to shift your perception of identifying that the thing is that is in your hand is not who you are. When you no longer believe that the thing is who you are, but part of your experience, then you can let it go. When you can let it go, that lesson has served its purpose. It no longer defines who you are. You've learned the lesson. You've graduated. You've transcended the karma. You've shifted the pattern. The story no longer serves you. 
but this is how we can come to stage five. Because if it no longer serves you, because you have integrated the lesson and transcended that, it now can serve others. And so stage five, this is what we're here for. We're here as human beings on this earth to create connection, to create real, vulnerable, honest, emotionally mature connection. When a story, being positive or negative, no longer holds any emotional hold over you, then you can use it as a tool. You can tell it, you cannot tell it. You are indifferent about whether or not you're telling it. For you, the story no longer has any power, any emotion, any identification. But this is when the story, this experience becomes the gift. Because it's a gift that you give to others. Because this experience has been part of your human story. And therefore, it is there for you to use as a tool to create real connection. Then, when you tell the story only in service, in service so that others don't feel so alone, in service for others to feel safe, for others to create courage to bear their own souls, as though you were supporting somebody else that's in stage one. This is when you tell your story. You tell your story in comfort to others, to inspire others, to give to others, to connect. So just a recap, stage one, we're frozen in fear. We can't talk. We feel that ultimately it will be love will be removed, will be withdrawn if we speak. Creating a sense of safety with somebody and a connection with somebody we then come into stage two and we let the words flow. We let the water flow. We cry. We allow the emotions to flow. When the initial dam has been broken, we come into stage three and we learn to work the program. We start to use the story and our languaging of the story to shift our perception and identification with archetypes that hold us in suffering to bring forth a realigning of power over to being empowered. When we've achieved stage three, we let it go. We stop talking. We no longer identify with it as something that can add to our present moment in our identification with the here and now. When we can do that, we step into stage five. We use the story as a tool for creating connection with others. We use the story as a tool to create an, a, an offering of service. And this is how you use the five stages of the human story for personal development and evolution from a yogic perspective. So I hope that this helps. And one more thing I want to mention is that you as a human being have a lot of stories. We all have a lot of stories. And each of these stories can be at different stages. Everybody has a story that's ready to be used in service. Everybody has something that they're, they haven't found their safety in speaking about yet. And everybody has their story that they're still using for emotional gratification. And everybody has a story that's ready to be shifted into a different relationship. So Think about a story, think about events in your life, and see if you can identify with which stage that 
experiences currently sitting in your reality. Maybe even jot down a few. And now that you know the chronological stages and the loops that we get trapped into, see if you can work the program a little bit. Reach out to somebody for help. You can reach out to us for help. That's what we're here for. Thank you for joining us in our Solace and Shine podcast. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, rate, and share it. We would love to hear what inspired you. And if you have any questions or topics that you would like for us to explore, please leave a note in the comments. Also, if you would like a daily dose of connection and raising of your frequency, join us on We Are, our online community. You can find the link in the podcast description. Follow the link and you will receive two weeks for free. See you soon. And don't forget, soften and expand.